Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Are you trying to connect with your path in life? Do you have a hard time trusting your gut? Do you wonder why you keep attracting the same type of relationship energy? Do you wonder what intuition is and how it works? Get ready for the Elise Intuition Radio Show, hosted by Dr. Elise Holland. This globally syndicated radio show is empowering you to transform your life by connecting with your higher self through intuition, meditation, and mindfulness in all areas of your life. Coming to you live on Blog Talk Radio, this hit show is tailor-made to help you realize your full potential through body, mind, and spirit. Dr. Elise brings her knowledge, experience, and sense of humor to each show while introducing you to guests from all over the world who are experts in the fields of spirituality, energy healing, holistic wellness, alternative medicine, and nutrition. Call in with your questions or share some of your own experiences in connection with your intuition and emotional healing. The Elise Intuition Radio Show starts now. Here's your host, Dr. Elise. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Elise Intuition Radio Show. I'm your host, Dr. Elise, and I help people heal their emotional bodies, connect to their intuition, and discover their life purpose through intuitive life coaching and flower essence. Our spiritual healing and wellness center is dedicated to helping individuals realize their full potential through their body, mind, and spirit by providing spiritual education, guidance, healing, and transformation through various digital platforms. You can find us at www.elisehealingcenter.com. Today, we have special guest, Dr. Joe Martin here, founder and creator of RealMenConnect.com and the host of the number one rated radio podcast on iTunes for Christian men called Real Men Connect. Here with us to to discuss raising boys and understanding men. But before we get into the show, let me share a little bit more about Dr. Joe Martin. Dr. Joe Martin is an award-winning, internationally known speaker, university professor, author, and professional builder of men. He holds a BA degree in public relations from the University of West Florida, a MA degree in mass communication, also from the University of West Florida, and an education doctorate in curriculum development from Florida A&M University. Dr. Martin had the distinction of becoming the youngest tenured earning faculty member ever hired to teach at a state university in Florida at the age of 24. He also had the distinct honor of being the youngest professor at his institution to be nominated twice for the Distinguished Teachers Award. In addition, 
He has taught students at all levels in K through 12, including Title I, alternative ed, and gifted students. As an educational speaker and consultant, he also trains more than 45,000 teachers and administrators a year. Dr. Martin has addressed more than 750 organizations, associations, businesses, colleges and universities, churches, and public school districts, helping hundreds of thousands of students and staff members across the country achieve more, live, and serve more passionately, and maximize their leadership potential. The Association for the Promotion of Campus Activities selected him as their national College Speaker of the Year, and he has been nominated for the Lecturer of the Year by Campus Activities Magazine. Outside of education, he has worked as a top sales trainer for a Fortune 500 company and as a public relations professional for both the state and federal government, the state and federal government, including a position as communications director with the Florida Governor's Office. Dr. Martin is also the former host of the radio show Good Teachers that provided educators and parents with strategies to help them motivate, inspire, and connect with their students. And he currently hosts the number one rated radio podcast on iTunes for Christian men called Real Men Connect that mentors, trains, and disciple men on how to be amazing husbands, awesome fathers, and extraordinary leaders. His man-building multimedia website, realmenconnect.com, has received rave reviews from men's ministry organizations like Man in the Mirror, Iron Sharpens Iron, and the Men's Ministry Network. Dr. Martin has made several guest appearances on both television and radio, including national appearances on ABC, NBC, and TBN, and he's been featured in several newspapers, including USA Today and in dozens of online organizational newsletters across the country. He's the author of nine books, including Are You the Man? 201 Lessons I Wish My Dad Would Have Taught Me, The Real Man Spiritual Leader Blueprints, 21 Practical Ways to Love and Lead Your Family, Good Teachers Never Quit, and Stop Parenting and Start Coaching. Dr. Martin also serves as a columnist for several national online publications, including All Pro Dad, Lifeway Men, Education World, and Student Leader Magazine, and he's the publisher of the highly acclaimed man-to-man e-newsletter that's read by thousands of men each month. So on that note, Let's welcome Dr. Joe Martin to the Elise Intuition Radio Show. Hey, Dr. Elise, I tell you, I'm exhausted after that introduction. (laughs) Uh, Tell me about it. (laughs) (laughs) But it's all. I'm like, whoa. I think which is going to kind of go to transition into our conversation. So I'm glad that you actually did do that because they're going to find out a lot about me more than they ever wanted to know, even more so beyond that um, that resume. But anyway, but thank you for having me on your show. It's a pleasure and an honor. I'm still in shock. I'm like, oh, my gosh. 
it's like we were introduced, what, 10 years ago, and, um, you know, we both kind of lost track, and it's just amazing of how God has placed us back into each other's lives professionally to talk about something that he wants us to talk about. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. You know, that's happened more times than you could imagine, at least, um, with other people I've ran, run into over the years. I guess after a while, as you get old, you, that's going to happen. <laughs> so you're going to run into yep. people that, that you <laughs> used to know back world. in the day. That's right, that's right. All right, so we always ask our guests, at what point did your intuition kick in during your time in your life, and what did it tell you? Wow, man, I, and, you know, and I love your show, and, and I think that's such a, a great question. Um, my intuition kicked in, and this may sound weird to a lot of people, actually when I was a child. <laughs> when I was a child mm-hmm. and I was about 12 years old, and at the time I was living in, um, in Miami in Liberty City. I don't know if your listeners are familiar with Liberty City, but it's, it's a ghetto, mm-hmm. inner-city ghetto. And at that time, mm-hmm. I had not met a white child before. I had not met a white child mm-hmm. before. And so they were mm-hmm. busting us to a middle school when I was 12 years old. And when I got there, I was in for the shock of my life because that's for the first time I realized in my life that I was poor. And I didn't mm-hmm. know, we, even though we grew up in a very poor neighborhood, I didn't know we were poor because we were always around other poor people. So I didn't have anything to compare it to. But when I got to Thomas Jefferson mm-hmm. Middle School and I saw white kids, black kids, Latino kids, Nicaraguan kids, Jamaicans, Haitians, we had it all in Miami. They all had more than what mm-hmm. we had. And I didn't understand why. And so my, that intuition kicked in for me is when I had this strange feeling that um, God had made a mistake, <laughs> that I wasn't, I wasn't meant to be in that environment. Um, I, I, I actually believe that my mom or my dad, they, they kidnapped me. I wasn't even part of their family. I was like, something's not right. Maybe everybody else belongs <laughs> here, but I don't belong here. God, what is up with this? You sure they didn't steal me from somebody else? So from that point, I knew something. I knew that I was different. Uh, but I couldn't understand. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand why. So my intuition was telling me that I was made for more than that. And it sounds kind of arrogant mm-hmm. from coming from a 12-year-old. But I, I just, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because people, a lot of times people are products of their environments because I didn't choose to be born in that environment, but I felt that I didn't belong. And I thought the music that right. I listened to was different than other people's music. I spoke differently than my friends spoke. Um, I, I, I was interested in things my friends weren't interested in, so I felt out of place, and it was confirmed when I went to Thomas Jefferson Middle School. That's when I knew something was, was up. Wow. Wow. I mean, I'm just so fascinated with your story because I know that you received, or, well, not necessarily received, you earned your doctorate at the age of 24, and that within itself, was another telltale sign, but as I have followed, well, no, it wasn't at the age of twenty-four. I became a, I became a professor at the age of twenty-four, the youngest in the state. But I got my doctorate degree when I was twenty-eight. When I was twenty-eight. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> even rare. <laughs> <laughs> so only a few years later, That's but still, rare. but to get it before I was thirty was uh, an amazing feat. It was the fact that um, no one in our family ever graduated from high school. And so for me to do right, that right. before I reached the age of 30 was just an amazing accomplishment. Um, my family was very proud of me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But as I, like I said, that, that was something that really piqued my interest 
because, you know, you were like the role model for, for me because a similar situation, but um, I received my doctorate at the age of 26. So, you know, you don't know what to do at that age. Yeah. You're so young because, you, you know, you, you just don't see that in your world. But I'm sharing mm-hmm. that with you because something you just said about how you felt like you didn't belong in your family, you know, you knew something was different. But when I look here at the realmenconnect.com, that's the purpose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh. But that took a journey to get there. You know, my story, um, I tell people when they ask me to summarize my story, I say my story can be summarized from rags to riches to ruin to redemption. And the redemption part is wow. realmenconnect.com. That's what I'm doing now. So even when um, you knew me or met me, Elise, I was probably on the road. I probably was on riches on the that stage. I hadn't hit ruined yet. <laughs> but you saw me probably at the riches stage of my life when here I was following on all cylinders, and I couldn't have wished and hoped for anything better in my life going on at that time. But, of course, um, as a lot of us do as men, when we don't um, address some of the wounds of our past and some of the skeletons in our closet, that it can lead to ruin. And I ruined my life um, shortly after that, right. and now I'm in the redemption um, portion of my life, which I'm thankful for. I learned a lot of hard lessons, and now the men who I serve now, they're the beneficiaries of my many, many mistakes. <laughs> wow. So, man, let's just get into the next question. What mm-hmm. are the biggest challenges facing men today? In other words, why most males fail as men? Well, I would use myself as a prime example, and I think this is true of um, most men. I'm not saying all men, but most men, because I work and I mentor, coach, and disciple a lot of men. So typically I could see what the core is, and because I came from that same perspective, is that I think one of our biggest challenges, you won't ever hear it articulated in the media, because we like to think it's women mm-hmm. and communication and all the other <laughs> stuff. So those are, those are symptoms. Of, of, of a deeper problem. And the deeper problem, I think the biggest challenge that we face as men is finding and looking for our identity in what we do rather than who we are. We base it on our performance. Our identity is found in um, our, our occupation. I call them the Asians. <laughs> you know, the occupation. What do you do for a living? We find our identity in compensation. How much money do you make? That makes you a man. I'm saying I'm putting that in air quotes if they, <laughs> if they saw my hands because mm-hmm. that's what media defines mm-hmm. manhood as. So we challenge we define our we find our identity in not only our occupation compensation but also our level of education. You got your doctorate at um, mm-hmm. 26. I got mine at 28. That is impressive to most people because most people don't meet people who've done it before they were age of 30. So they say, oh, mm-hmm. Joe must be a good man because he has more degrees than the thermometer. Okay, mm-hmm. and another we find mm-hmm. it in our reputation. Um, do you have a – oh, so you're a best-selling author. Oh, so you have a million Twitter followers. Oh, so you have that many likes on your Facebook page. Oh, people know your name. They recognize your face. And they know who you are. And also we define our manhood through um, a level of intimidation. How many people fear us and respect us because of our power, because of the compensation, education, occupation, and reputation? So I think one of our biggest challenges as men is finding our identity in the wrong things. Now, if you're coming from a Christian perspective, which we are, that we find our identity mm-hmm. in Christ, not in what we do, but mm-hmm. who we belong to. And so that was mm-hmm. my downfall, that I thought I was the man because everybody said I was the man. But God says, I'm not impressed. 
<laughs> and that humbled me. And God tells you to humble yourself because you know why he tells us in the Bible to humble ourselves? Because if we don't do it, he will, and we won't ever forget it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right about that. That ego, you've got to lay that ego down. <laughs> That's right. That's right. What do they say? Ego stands for edging God out. <laughs> so yes. That's what we do with our ego, yes. edging God out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, we talked about this real man or real man. You know, you hear a lot of people say, I'm a real G, I'm a real man. What does mm-hmm. it take to be a real man in terms of spiritual leadership or just being a, an extraordinary leader? Well, I would tell men the easiest way to do it because you're going to get a, if you ask the average man on the street, if you ask 10 guys, you're going to probably get 10 different answers. And so I don't have a corner of the market of defining what manhood is, but I decided I'm not going to listen to man. I'm going to look at the perfect man, and that perfect man was Jesus Christ. And so my thing is if Jesus was the perfect man, what better role model to use than him? And so let's break exactly. down what Jesus was as a man. And what Jesus did that he led others in particularly his disciples and the people who he considered in his immediate family and his circle of influence, he led his family spiritually. And so if I'm going to be a real man, it's not based on the Asians, but am I leading my family well? Am I leading the people who God has put me responsible for? How am I leading them? Because that's what he's going to ask me about. Jesus led his family well. Now, I'm not just talking about his biological family. I'm talking about the people in his sphere of influence. So if you're a man of influence, are you leading them spiritually well? Now, the second thing I've noticed about Jesus, and you've noticed too if you've been following Jesus for any length of time, that he loved and served others sacrificially. Now, think about this. Mm-hmm. If I'm loving and leading my family spiritually, and then I'm loving serving them sacrificially, what kind of man do you think my family, my wife, and my, my children think I am if they see dad as a dad who loves and serves sacrificially? Jesus did it for us on that cross. When he did it for mm-hmm. us, he loved and served us sacrificially, even when we, did it, we didn't deserve it. So a real man mm-hmm. loves and serves others sacrificially. It's not about him. It's about us. It's about mm-hmm. other people. And so also a real man not only leads, and serves, uh, leads, uh, leads his family uh, spiritually and loves and serves others sacrificially, he leaves a legacy, an eternal legacy of faith. Right now we're enjoying the benefit of even talking about Jesus Christ because he left the legacy. Now, if we want to get off right. the spiritual side and look on the more practical side, we just celebrated Martin Luther King's birthday a few months ago, right, a couple months ago. He's been dead for 15 mm-hmm. years. Why are we still celebrating mm-hmm. him? Because he left a mm-hmm. legacy. He wasn't a perfect man, but he left a legacy as a man that we're not even celebrating his life even after he's, di- after he's died. And so we are mm-hmm. called to be that type of man, not a situational man, but a generational man to lead an eternal legacy. I don't know about you, Dr. Lee, but when, um, I know that I'm closer to the end than I am at the beginning, but I want my great-grandchildren and my great-great-grandchildren who I would never meet to still hear about me from the people who preceded me. And they say, man, I never met Joe Martin, but I wish I could have been around to meet that man because everybody still talks about him. And I don't want them talking about how much money I made, but the impact that I made on their lives by serving and loving others sacrificially. So he leaves an eternal legacy. And the last thing that we learn from Jesus, and Jesus actually explicitly stated this as a man, is that not only does he lead his family spiritually, loves and serves others sacrificially, and leads an eternal legacy, check this out, Dr. Lee, he teaches other men how to do the same. 
Jesus' Whoa. last words, think about it. Jesus' last words to us before he ascended into heaven wasn't to go build more churches, wasn't to feed the, um, the hungry and help the sick, even though those are great things that Jesus talked about doing his ministry. But the last words Jesus said was, go make disciples. Hello. Mm-hmm. He could have said anything. Yeah. But he says, now go make disciples, teach them to do exactly what you observed me do and I commanded you to do. That's why we have the gospel today, because he commissioned them. He not only kept this wisdom, the wisdom of God to himself, he gave it to them to say, now go make disciples of all the nations. So that's why I think we're dropping the ball as men, is that we may even lead our family spiritually. We may even love and serve others sacrificially, and we may even leave an eternal legacy. But we're failing to reach out to people other than our own kids and our own sons, then we're making a mistake. We got to set examples for others to follow and teach other men how to do it too. Wow. <laughs> That's so true. And the only way you're able to do that is you got to humble yourself and let that ego go. <laughs> yes. Yeah, let go of my ego. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, before we go on break, let's tell our audience, you know, how we can contact you. Could you give us your contact information, Dr. Martin? Oh, very easy. All I have to do is go to Real Men Connect, C-O-N-N-E-C-T, Real Men Connect. That's the key to us as men. We need to be able to connect with each other. And so if they go to Real Men Connect, everything they need to do to contact us, email, social media, all that stuff is there. And we also got a lot of free stuff we give away and resources to help men become better men. Okay. Thank you so much, Dr. Joe. We're going to take a quick break. You are listening to the Elise Intuition Radio Show with Dr. Elise and special guest, Dr. Joe Martin. When we come back, Dr. Joe Martin will go more into detail about women, single moms, and what they really need to know about their husbands, other men in the family, as well as raising boys. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Here go the secrets on how to keep it real. Take some time alone so you can chill. It don't take a lot of time to know the deal. Must be ready to hear the truth. For loving you, for loving you. If you love you, you will get the same vibe. So go find your tribe. Love yourself instead of your pride. For the love of you. You are worth it, you are love, you are value. You, you, for the love of you.
Do you wonder why it is important to understand our true birth identity? Do you know your spiritual gifts and talents? Do you wonder how to tap into your creative genius? Everybody has a talent in something. Through the 501c3 not-for-profit Elise Spiritual Healing and Wellness Center, Minister Dr. Elise has proven to thousands through her creative meditations, intuitive readings, life coaching, books, audio CDs, mobile apps, online courses, seminars, class tours, and workbooks that by learning how to tap into your creative genius, you can manifest your dreams and heart's desires in every area of your life. With six steps to tapping into your creative genius, you will get a closer look at each step that is required to help you connect to your intuition through creativity, meditation, and mindfulness. Discover why connecting to your intuition is the solid foundation in which you need to manifest your dreams. Gain a new perspective on nature, spiritual practices, creativity, meditation, mindfulness, and how they relate to your overall born identity. It is your divine birthright to live boldly and intuitively. You are a creative genius. Connect to your intuition. Manifest your dreams. Discover your creative genius now. You can get your copy on Amazon.com or directly from our online store at www.elisehealingcenter.com. We're back on the Elise Intuition Radio Show with Dr. Elise and special guest, Dr. Joe Martin. We are continuing the conversation about raising men and just men in general as it relates to society. Dr. Joe, what do women or wives really need to know about men or their husbands? Well, Dr. Lisa, there's a lot, but and I know we're going to be short on time, but I want, I'll go through it quickly. Some of the things, at least some of the mm-hmm. highlights, I won't cover everything, but at least some of the things that I want women to know that I know men will want women to know. First of all, that I think what women really need to know is that, and I'm not saying it's right, Dr. Lisa, but our self-worth, and I told you this before, our self-worth and identity is kind of tied together in our ability to provide for them. Um, a man, if he loses his job, that's almost, unless he's rooted and grounded in Christ, he's a train wreck waiting to happen because he finds his identity in his ability to provide. So whatever um, a woman can do to um, reassure him and kind of stroke that ego, so to speak, so he doesn't um, identify himself as being a loser because he's unemployed. So our identity is found in what we do, and if we think we can't provide for you, we, look, we, we start to feel bad about ourselves. I think what a woman really needs to know about men is also that he has the ability to satisfy you and make you happy. <laughs> and let me explain what I mean by that. I'm not just talking about sexually, but I'm, talking about, I'm not talking about sexually. I'm talking about in all areas. He needs to know that he's good enough for you. In other words, that you can be satisfied, you can be happy, because the last thing you ever want a man to even say or even think, it's impossible to please you, Lee. I just, no matter what I do, I can't. You don't ever want to get a man to that point because then he goes looking somewhere else where somebody is not moving the bar on him. That he thinks, wow, I can make her happy 
And that kind of goes into another thing that I think women need to know about us as men is that you, you need to let us win and have a victory in things that we do. Let us know that <laughs> we did something right. Because I'm telling you, because here's what a man thinks. And I, again, I'm not saying it's right. We'd rather make no decision than make the wrong decision. If we don't think we're going to win, we won't play. And so if he thinks that he can't win with you, he's not going to play and he's not going to pursue. He has to believe he can win at least sometimes. And so I think women don't really they underestimate that on a man's desire to win. All you got to do is think about why do you think men are so obsessed with sports? They like seeing winners. Why do they wear the, They don't wear the jersey of the, the worst player on the team. They wear the jersey of the best player on the team. That's why they wear Michael Jordan and LeBron James jerseys, not because of the team, but because of who that player is. That player wins. So I think women need to know that. Mm-hmm. Also, I think women need to know that um, a man wants to be vulnerable. Even though he doesn't communicate a lot, he wants to, but you need to provide him with a safe place to do that. And he needs to know that he can be weak around you without you losing respect for him. Because otherwise, he's never going to show you that side of him. Now, I can say that because now I see the weak side of men. Because I get I give them a safe place, and they do it for me. But I can tell you, it's, it's hard for them to do it around another man. So if they can do it for me, how much more do you think they want to do it around women? But if that woman looks at him in a different way and, think, and, and thinks that she loses respect for him, he's going to clam up, he's going to isolate, and he's going to withdraw. And I'm thinking, what else would I add? I, I can add a lot more stuff, but I'll tell you another thing. that um, all, Oh, and I think this is important. I think what I would love for women to understand, all men want to be better husbands, better fathers, and a better man. Let me say that again, Dr. Lee. I haven't met one man who doesn't want to be a, a better husband, a better father, or a better man. But here's the problem, and this is what I think women need to know. He doesn't know how to. Most men don't know how to. And he's afraid to admit that to you and anybody else that he doesn't know what he's doing. If women can understand that, if you can see the child in the man who wants to do right by you, but he was never shown the right thing to do and how to do it the right way. And he's totally inept, but he doesn't want you to know he doesn't know. And he's not, he doesn't humble himself to say, go to another guy and say, will you teach me how to lead my family spiritually? Will you teach me how to love and serve my wife sacrificially and other people sacrificially? Will you teach me how to start leaving a legacy of faith in my family? And will you teach me how to mentor other young men? He's afraid to ask for help. So I think women need to know that, that he does not want to ruin your life, even though he may do it. He's not going out to do it intentionally. He's doing it because of he doesn't know how. I call it, you know how people say they're ADD, ADHD. Well, for men, women need to know that some men and most men are ABT, ain't been taught. They don't know what they're doing. (laughs) Wow. Wow. So that's why you get the, well, take care. Don't contact me ever again. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Okay. And then two, three weeks later, what you doing? Is that what it is? Yeah, he, what, if, they, if, we, if women really, I, I'm telling you, my wife comes to me now because she, she gets insight on men coming through me. And I, told, I said, uh-huh. I, if, if I was a woman, I'm telling you, I could train men on how to treat you. I'm telling you, because we're not that complicated. <laughs> Is that women don't <laughs> understand us. 
And that's why men will pour out their hearts to me. They'll tell me the most embarrassing, secretive stuff because they feel safe around me. And they're thinking, man, I wish I could talk to this. I wish I could talk to my wife like I talked to this dude. Now, here's the thing. They can't talk to another brother like that because another brother doesn't understand why he's that way. I do. And so I make it mm-hmm. safe for him. If women can provide a safe place for a man, she will see a transformed man. I'm telling you. He has to feel safe when he's going to be vulnerable. Okay. This is good stuff. This is good stuff. So what do single moms really need to know about raising boys? Wow. Well, Dr. Lisa, I think they're going to be mad at me when I say this, but um, I ain't scared. <laughs> I'm going to tell the truth. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm a product of a single mom. My mom was a teenage mother when she had me at the age of 16, didn't have my sister at 17. My dad left two years old. So I'm not, this is not a slight against um, women when I say this, but you asked the question, uh, what do single moms really need to know? And they don't want to hear this, but this is the truth coming from the product of a single mother who did the best she could, and I didn't turn out so bad, okay? <laughs> but what mm-hmm. women need to know, <laughs> single moms need to know that they can encourage their sons, but they can't affirm him. So they're going to need to recruit a man who can. Let me say that again, okay? You can, single moms, we love you. We adore you. Bless your heart. You are the nurturers and you are the encouragers. You can encourage us, but I don't care how many times you tell me I'm a great man, it doesn't mean anything to me because it came from you. I need another man with testosterone going through his veins to come alongside of me and say, son, you have what it takes. Son, you're man enough. Son, I believe in you. Son, there's nothing you can't accomplish. And I can hear the single mom say, I tell him that all the time. It's different coming from a man. <laughs> all right? It's just, I can't explain it, not the least. I can't explain it. God made it this way. But then I look back at the Bible, and I think about it. God affirmed Jesus. He said, this is mm-hmm. my son in whom I am well pleased. Now, you know what was, mm-hmm. what was peculiar about that? It's when God said that to him. Jesus hadn't even done anything yet. He hadn't healed anybody. He hadn't gone to the cross. He hadn't done, performed any miracles. And I think God was doing that as an example for us as fathers to say, you must affirm your sons when they're young, before they have to perform so they know the Father's love for them. And what single women try to do, they do everything they can. They're trying to be the father, the body, the mother, and they're doing the best they can. But it's not enough. It's not enough. He needs a man in his life. It doesn't have to be his biological father. But it has to be a man who will affirm him. You can encourage, but you can't affirm. And I'll give you a quick example. Uh, when I was married, my ex-wife, uh, my son, I got a son who's now, um, he, matter of fact, he's getting ready to turn uh, 23 in, uh, uh, in a couple of weeks, he was in basketball. I guess he was about middle school age or around that age. He was in basketball. And after a game, my son had a great game, great game. And, um, and he wasn't the greatest basketball player on the planet, but he had a good game. So his mom, of course, what does mom do? You mom, women, oh, she just loved on him. Ken, no, you did such a fantastic job. You did wonderful. Boy, mom is so proud of you. You did great. That's awesome. And so he got all the kisses and hugs mom. Then he comes to me. And he says, Dad, how did I do? I said, Kendall, your mom just told you. you did, I said, your mom just told you you did great. You did awesome, son. 
man, that's great. I said, but your mom told you that. Yeah, but, Dad, I wanted to hear from you because I know you will tell me the truth. Did you catch it, Dr. Elise? <laughs> yes, he thought I mom was supposed to say that stuff. Are you following me? Mm-hmm. That's what a mom does. She loves me. Yeah, she encourages me. Dad, I want to hear the truth. What do you think of me? And if you still don't believe it, let's look at the daughter side of this. You can tell your daughter to she's, you know, you're doing that, da, 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 da. My wife can threaten my daughter and, you know, do whatever. Let me only not words I got to say to my daughter, I am disappointed in you, Faith, and she loses her mind. Why is that? I didn't even touch her. My wife threatens to kill her. You know, all I said is I'm disappointed, and she crumbles. There's something mm-hmm. about the affirmation of the father. I didn't create people. God did. And he knew what he was right. doing. And we need to step up as men to affirm our sons, affirm our daughters, so they don't go looking for busters in the wrong places. Because if you don't tell your daughter she's beautiful and she's worthy, guess what? She'll go listen to some other dude who will tell her that. And that dude will crush her yep. heart if he's not the right dude. So that's what I, yep. I, I want single women to know is that keep encouraging. I'm not telling you not to do it, but I'm telling you it's not enough. Yes, you can try to affirm him, but he still needs to hear it from a man. It doesn't have to be his biological father, but it has to be a man. And the, the man that he respects the most is it, better if it's coming from that man, from that man. Wow. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing the pearls of wisdom with us. What advice would you offer men who are looking for a second chance in relationships, whether it is personally, professionally, or even spiritually? Oh, wow. That's easy for me because it's what our ministry is based on. Dr. Lisa, what I would tell the man, I'm hoping, I'm praying to God he's listening to this this, this, this broadcast and that a woman could at least pass the message on to him, that a man is only as strong as the number of stronger men he has in his life. Let me say that again. I don't care, man, I'm speaking to that man out there. You know who you are. You think you're strong? You can only bench press as much as you can lift. But the more spotters you have, the more you can bench press. The reason why life is weighing us down and we feel so crushed by the weight of life is because we're trying to lift this weight, not at least by ourselves. A man is only Mm -hmm. as strong as the number of spotters, the number of other stronger men he has in his life who can help him do the heavy lifting. You do not. You want a second chance? Stop doing life alone. Do it in community with a bunch of other brothers. Do it in connection with the inner circle group of guys so you can tell your deepest, darkest secrets to and they not lose respect for you. Do it with a mentor and a coach who will pour into you. Do it with somebody who understands you. Get a team of men around you. LeBron James is the greatest basketball player on the planet. But me and four other dudes can beat him playing if he's playing us by himself. I don't care how good LeBron is. He's only one. One is never going to beat five of us, even with our bad knees. <laughs> we're going to beat LeBron. <laughs> if all we got is one. If all the two dudes just held him, we're going to beat him. You're only as strong as the number of men. So what I'm telling that man out there who's listening, you want a second chance and you're serious about this, build your team. And that's what we do at Real Men Connect. We have a team of men who will surround you and support you so you never have to do life alone and no man ever gets left behind. 
if that makes sense. Wow. Wow. I love it. I love it, Dr. Martin. So you do a lot. And I know that you're you're very passionate about helping men and just others in general. Is there anything else you would like to share with us about what you're doing to help others? Do you have any upcoming men's conferences, retreats, speaking Uh, engagements? What's going on? (laughs) Yeah, we we got a lot of stuff that's going on. Matter of fact, I'm getting ready to speak in Albany this weekend at a men's um, leadership conference called Iron Shopping's Iron. Um, That's coming up. I'm looking Uh at my calendar. Then I'm going to be speaking in Boise, Idaho the week next week, um, doing a conference for educators, because I still uh, work with educators, because that was my background in education. Um, then I'm speaking, where am I going after that? Um, then I'm getting ready to do a marriage um, boot camp. We, do, we call it a marriage boot camp for men. It's called um, um, Marriage Boot Camp. It's the only marriage seminar just for men only. We don't even allow women in the building. <laughs> it's just for men. <laughs> And churches bring me out. Churches bring me out to um, to do it at their church for their men. And so um, we have a church that's invited me to do it in Pennsylvania. I wish I, I don't have the city. I just have the state written on my calendar. I wish I could remember the city, but it's all on our website. But so yeah, I'm always okay. um, speaking someplace, um, doing a retreat or some type of thing for men. Uh, in addition to doing our podcast that we do every week for men as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Dr. Joe Martin, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. If you are ever on the West Coast in either Phoenix or Los Angeles, let me know. <laughs> That's where I'm hiding out now. <laughs> oh, you know, I was actually supposed to go to um, um, California just last week, and I had to um, change my trip. And so um, hopefully I'll be coming back out to California, so I will be headed out that way. You know, and I just thought about something, Dr. Elise. This is so important. We get ready to have a um, – a webinar where they can actually, they won't see me personally, but they'll see me, my face and me and one of my, um, my partners in our ministry. We're doing a, a, a seminar just for men, only a free webinar, and they can go to um, givememylifeback.com, givememylifeback.com. It's a webinar on how to achieve work and life balance without burning out, which is a major problem that we have with as men, of trying to do it all and we end up losing it all. <laughs> and so we're going to show you how you can have it all without losing it all and doing um, your schedule and your time management according to God's plan. So just have them, just tell them to go to um, givememylifeback.com and they can register, and it is free, absolutely free, and they'll get to see me in person, well, at least on a video screen. Oh. <laughs> Well, that's great. That's more than enough. <laughs> You're a big <Yeah>. man. <laughs> Okay, well, if there's anything else that we could do here, you know, to share out your upcoming event, you know, just send it to our team and we'll blast it on our social media as well because, you know, we need good spiritual leaders that we can trust to build up our men and our boys. So thank you so much for following your life purpose and being a merchant of hope to others. Oh, my pleasure. Anytime, Dr. Lisa, and I appreciate the work that you're doing and um, getting the message out. Thank you for giving me a platform to share a little bit of my passion today. You're welcome. Well, we're going on another break. This is Dr. Elise with Dr. Joe Martin. And when we return, I will share with you some messages from the spirit and angels. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Learn the secrets to awaken your own financial genius. Mark Jackson II has written an Amazon International bestseller, Read me or stay broke. This gripping story does the impossible marvelously. 
This book entertains and educates the reader. The book transforms the reader with an emotional journey filled with dynamic financial discoveries. In an effort to pay his dying mother's medical bills, Josh has burned the candle at both ends for far too long. In a last-ditch effort to stay afloat, he works even harder while his boss is breathing down his neck. Exhausted and desperate, Josh comes to a simple realization. He is broke and out of options. Until one day, a mysterious woman offers him a challenge. Her company offers him the chance to learn the powerful money secrets of the rich secrets that have built fortunes for centuries but were always hidden from the public. But there's a catch. If Josh can complete the challenge, his mother's bills will be paid in full, fail, and she will die in debt. In his darkest moment, Josh agrees to the challenge. You will learn side by side with Josh as he is exposed to the seven mentors, savings, debt, credit, taxes, business, stocks, and real estate investing. The seven keys to wealth building. To save his mother's life, all he needs to do is listen, learn, and apply the secrets from each lesson. Will he be able to learn all the secrets in time? Can he complete the challenge in time to save his mother? This powerful story will keep you on the edge of your seat. You can get your copy on Amazon.com. Do you want to stay connected to Mark Jackson II? You can find him on Facebook under Mark Sweeney Jackson or www.facebook.com forward slash Mark Jackson 2. And read me or stay broke at www.facebook.com forward slash read me or stay broke. Mark 2 is also on Instagram under Mark's Jackson 2 and read me or stay broke. Lastly, you can find him on Twitter under at Mark Jackson 2. We're back on the Elise Intuition Radio Show with Dr. Elise. While we were on break, I intuitively selected two postcards from the spirit using the Colette Berry Reed system. Let me share them with you. Dearest you, we're a chatty bunch over here, always talking about how to support you in your life's journey. We communicate to you through the language of oracles, dreams, signs, metaphors, and almonds. In your life on earth, however, clarity in your communication is essential to being understood. You don't speak in symbols, and if you did, you would definitely confuse things. Right now, you're facing a situation in which you're being asked to have integrity, be clear, and learn how to ask for your needs to be met. The first step is to admit out loud that you have needs. The second is to ask out loud for them to be met. And the third is to allow the other person, organization, or even us to answer you. When you follow these steps, you can most definitely expect an answer. In your favor, affirmative, we say. So for some of you guys, you know, this is a clear message that you are getting signs that, you know, it's time for you to kind of put yourself first. And I want to be very clear that this is not a selfish type of way. It's more so centered around self-respect, self-care, and 
self-worth, and all of those things attribute to your personal power. And many of you are learning how to do this in your personal lives as well as your professional lives. It's okay to set healthy boundaries. It's okay to say no sometimes. But whatever it is, in whatever situation you may be facing, you are being called to have integrity in that decision, okay? The second message is, dearest you, going the extra mile to achieve your dreams and putting in some overtime will reap big rewards. Now is the time for you to act, to stir up some energy, and put those plans into action. There are many windows of opportunity that open but close quickly when you don't take the risk and go for it. Today, be confident that your hard work will pay off and you will feel that satisfaction and fulfillment of reaching your desired outcome. It might turn out even better than you expected. Isn't that amazing? Remember, However much work you're willing to put in, we will match it tenfold on our end. Everyone over here is rooting for you to win the game of life. So just do it. Loving you so, so much. So, again, guys, you're being faced to do what's best for you. If there are opportunities that are coming your way, whether it's in love, business, finance, whatever in the community, whatever situation it may be, you're being called to take some time out and see how that opportunity will serve others, how that opportunity will also serve your own needs. Because when you take on any type of opportunity, you want to make sure that it's a win-win for everyone that's involved so that it will be for the highest good and the flow of abundance can continue to flow. When we talk about abundance, we're not necessarily talking about money. We're talking about energy. We're talking about joy, peace, all the fruits of the spirit um, that continues to flow through that situation as well as through each individual. There are two numbers that came up in this particular a meditation and the number seven came up for personal growth and then the number 78 came up for spiritual career. Now, typically when I see the number seven in a meditation and it deals with personal growth, that basically means that many of you are working on you. <laughs> you're, you're reassessing, you know, things and events in your life so that you can see, okay, what life lesson has this taught me? So, you know, whatever challenge you're going through, don't look at it as a challenge or some type of setback or delay from you doing what you thought you needed to do at that particular time. Understand that it may not even be the right season for you to move forward. Understand that may have served as a catalyst for you to even step outside of your comfort zone. So don't look at a challenge as something that's necessarily negative. Delays are blessings, guys. You know, don't look at it as a delay. Okay, it's not it's not the time 
um, well, it was the time that I wanted to do this. No, look at a delay as a blessing, okay? It's just allowing you more time to use your creative skills and get innovative on how you want to pursue that particular opportunity or if you may not even want to pursue that opportunity, it may be something about that particular situation that is not for your highest good. So that's where self-care, self-respect, and self-worth comes in so that you have and show up with a strong sense of personal power. The number 78 deals with spiritual career. For some of you, you may be transitioning into some type of counseling, some type of coaching atmosphere where you're able to also work on more personal growth. You know, learning is a two-way street. So, you know, um, depending on how you choose to enter or work with your your spiritual gifts, your God-given talents and skills, that's how you will grow personally as well. For some of you, I'm seeing that you may decide to work with finances, helping people with their finances. For some of you, it may be um, all areas of the life. But, you know, there's really no one avenue when it comes to a spiritual career because in reality, guys, we are spiritual beings having human experiences and energy doesn't lie. No matter what you do, your energy signature will show up. And, um, you know, I like to tell people, you know, I'm not necessarily interested in what you do. I am more interested in who you are because that will definitely let me know how to navigate our connection for a personal growth. There are two messages from Archangel Michael that came through, and the first message deals with explore your options, okay? And we've talked about that earlier. You know, it's important for you to look at everything from a bird's eye view and then really write it down or whatever your system may be for evaluating opportunities or situations. Um, making that list, whatever it is, you need to do it. A prayer that can help you with exploring your options is, Dear God, thank you for your wisdom and love helping me see, understand, and assess all of my alternative options. Please guide me in the best direction for my health, happiness, and life's purpose. Second message that came in from Archangel Michael was about self-respect. Here's a prayer that can help you with self-respect. Dear God and angels, thank you for helping me see myself as you see me through the eyes of love. Thank you for honoring and respecting me. Please guide me to do the same for myself and grant me the courage to speak up on my own behalf. I ask for your protection in all of my relationships so that I am surrounded by loving and kind people. So again, you need to figure out what are your boundaries? 
how to set those boundaries and teach people how to treat you. Because if you don't teach people how to treat you by setting healthy boundaries, then they're going to do whatever they feel like they want to do, and it's going to benefit them. So, you know, you want to make sure that you are working on that particular aspect in your life so that you are increasing your personal power. If you would like to contact me, you can go to our Healing Center's website, www.elisehealingcenter.com, or find us on Facebook at Elise Spiritual Healing and Wellness Center. If you have any life questions, then send them to askdrelise at gmail.com, and I will answer them via video response on our YouTube channel. Share out this episode to family, friends, colleagues, and coworkers. If you are interested in learning about your life intuitively, then subscribe to my YouTube channel, Arizona Elise, to get your monthly intuitive reading and intuitive career and money abundance reading by birth sign. If you are interested in learning about your life from an astrological perspective, then subscribe to my YouTube channel, Astro Elise, to get your monthly historic forecast by birth sign, weekly reading and insights spiritual knowledge, and so much more. I want to thank you all for tuning in to the Elise Intuition Radio Show. Thank you, Dr. Joe Martin, for being our special guest. Join us every first and third Wednesdays of the month at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On the next episode on the Elise Intuition Radio Show, we will have special guest influence and relationship strategist Aaron Keith Hawkins as he shares his genius nuggets on serving others on a platform unique to only your brand. This is an episode that you don't want to miss. Stay tuned and remember, you are loved, you are valued, and you are competent. You've been listening to the Elise Intuition Radio Show, hosted by Dr. Elise Holland. This hit show comes to you live every third Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on Blog Talk Radio. Each show is empowering you to transform your life by connecting with your higher self through intuition, meditation, and mindfulness in all areas of your life. If you've missed any part of this show or want to find out more about Dr. Elise, visit Elise. HealingCenter.com. That's EliseHealingCenter.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.